0: left has us all wrong we don't want to simply turn the clock back to a time when the status quo of elitist deep state bureaucrats dominated us we want to restore the republic our founders intended an america that is of by and for the people an america that abides by its constitution without
1: fail coming to you from the land of common sense and American pride. The Patriot Review with Jeff Wagner starts now.
0: Hello Patriots, welcome to the Patriot Review. This is episode 227. I have uh, Dr. Ronald Boyd joining me shortly. Talk about the disaster that is the Biden administration and the sword rattling that's going on around the world. And as you can tell by the title of this episode we are going to be talking about the military industrial complex our blood their treasure seems that politicians on both sides of the aisle cannot uh, help themselves there was one guy though that while he was in office he didn't put us into any new wars first time in 72 years of presidencies that guy was named Donald J. Trump Something that uh, really flies in the face of the liberals who, you know, treated him like they treated Ron Reagan, right? Ronald Reagan was, oh, he's a cowboy. He's going to get us into war. He's going to press a button. You don't trust him with a nuclear code, blah, blah, blah. Right. And he only ended communism, at least for a period of time. And, uh, you know, Trump is getting the same treatment, always has, right? But it's Joe Biden that loses the uh, the launch codes, Right. Some senior moment, probably dropped it in his tapioca pudding or whatever the hell he eats. And um, so we got Donald Trump, who's, again, the only president. Not only did he not start a new war, but he got a Middle East peace process going for the first time since Jimmy Carter, for God's sakes. So, you know, he never got any credit for that as well. And of course, he never will, at least from the lamestream, uh, mainstream fake news media. And, um, so yeah, so we're going to talk about that. Um, we're going to talk about, uh, the, the war, uh, issues, the coming war, if, uh, Biden should win for sure. Uh, which again, let's, I right. mean, I'm, I'm going to have to pull footage of Barack Obama speaking in, in Soldier Field in Chicago. Do you remember that? Do you remember when he, he, uh, had the big columns up on the stage and, and they showed all the people like Oprah crying and all that when he, you know later when he got to the presidency, but uh, before that, in chicago he was he was you know talking to a packed soldier field, and one thing you know, I don't like barack obama personally um i don't i' I know I won't like him because he's a socialist. he was marching out in the front lines with his um with his comrades with the socialist banners all around him, and of course. Nobody remembers that because that footage was only shown like once or twice, right? But anyway, we're expected to believe that Joe Biden, the the um, low IQ um, lying, I was first in my class and all the other lies he told, right? He got 12 million more votes than Barack Obama and beat Trump. Not a freaking chance. The guy couldn't fill eight circles in his... Uh, his campaign events if you remember so yeah we know that that in itself if you have that that old um, common sense thing i talk about should tell you that he's illegitimate period but we're going to talk about how dangerous he is in just a little bit with dr boyd right now i'm going to go to some stories so the border crisis causing a public health catastrophe do you mean to tell me that um, you know the all of those diseases that the united states Um, really had effective uh, treatments for and and eliminated from our country are now doing what? Well, geez, they're coming back in with all those people from all, they're coming in from all over the world that don't have the medical systems that we've enjoyed, um, which have also fallen apart thanks to Barack Obama uh, and his ridiculous uh, Obamacare, which I can tell you is not affordable. Uh, and you probably know that yourself. So anyway, the, the it says, you know, as if the pandemic wasn't enough, uh, the health commissioner of New York City is waving the white flag. President Joe Biden's border policies are producing contagious diseases not seen for decades. Right? So 2.5 million recorded migrant encounters at the U.S.-Mexico border in fiscal 23 represent an all-time high. And that's based on... Uh, diseased or sick individuals, right? So they come from 160 different countries. They have those countries have terrible health care standards, and um, there's you know, illegal immigrants all over the place, and uh, they're driving a resurgence of rare diseases once extinct in the United States. And um, of course, what does that mean? That means that you and your kids and your grandkids and all of us are at risk because of this son of a. Right, sorry about that. Beep was a little late, but uh, <laughs> this guy's got blood in his hands in so many different ways, in so many different ways, and we should be as a nation furious about that. All right, so the World Economic Forum, you may or may not know, met this week. They were talking about disease X. Speaking of illnesses and diseases, remember, Bill Gates and his wife were sitting on the couch being interviewed and uh, just chuckling, and Bill Gates was smirking, and his wife was smirking of their divorce now, but uh, at the, well, the second pandemic is going to be much worse, and it's going to make the first pandemic look, look like a cakewalk and whatever he said, but... Um, so yeah, so how do you how do you know a pandemic is coming ahead of time on schedule? How did you know that the first pandemic was coming on schedule, right? They did tabletop exercises, um, you know, at the World Health Organization about uh, specifically naming COVID back in 2001, I think it was. So back quite a ways anyway, well before the uh, well before the uh, release, the purpose purposeful release. Um, the World Economic Forum and the environmental Nazis, of course, want to reduce our population to 500 million people, planet-wide, as was even etched in stone in the Georgia Guidestones that were thankfully torn down. Um, you know, and here we have—they go beyond that. What they're what they're trying to do is they're trying to completely destroy Western civilization, and this here hosting a disturbing, a disturbing pagan forest ritual. Well, this is to destroy religion, right? I mean, they can't stand Christianity or Judaism. Uh, these guys are truly the Nazis of our time, and they make no bones about it. I've said a number of times that if you read their documents, um, you, it's just like reading Mein Kampf, only guess what? The target is those terrible, terrible, uh, individual freedom-loving Americans in Western, in Western populations that believe that there's a higher power that grants them their freedoms. And you know what? You guys, the World Economic Forum, it needs to be, the good thing, it needs to be completely destroyed. And the good thing is that the when you look at the number of elites around the world, I mean, we're talking in the number of thousands, right? We're not talking like, like this group is the, the elite power structure group. We're not talking as if they're, this huge huge army right we have millions and millions of us and uh, they can't win and that's that's what the covid thing is about they they shut us in they isolate us and they fool us into thinking through fear that there's nothing that can be done about it and that's not the case as will be seen when we peacefully take our country back and the not the revenge folks that's a lie. It's not revenge. It's justice, and that's what's coming. And uh, not can't get here fast enough, as far as I'm concerned. All right. So the next story is uh, the VP chance. You may have seen Trump was speaking in New Hampshire, and uh, of course Vivek dropped out, and the others should drop out, by the way. But he gave um, he gave a nice little speech uh, on behalf of President Trump. And if you missed it, I'll play this. this
1: just There's not a better here. choice left in this race than this man right here. And that is why I am asking you to do the right thing as New Hampshire and to vote for Donald J. Trump as your next president, because we're not working with a lot of time here. If our kids are in high school before we get this right, we don't have a country left. That's what it means. We've been celebrating our diversity and our differences. For So long that we forgot all of the ways that we are the same as Americans bound by that common set of ideals that set this country into motion. We believe those ideals still exist. This man is going to be your next president to revive them. E pluribus unum from many one. And you know how we're doing it? We're doing it by speaking the truth at every step of the way. There are two genders in this country. Period. That is the truth. Fossil fuels are a requirement for human prosperity. Drill, frack, burn coal, embrace nuclear energy. Reverse racism is racism. An open border is not a border. Parents determine the education of their children the nuclear family is the greatest form of governance known to mankind Capitalism lifts us up from poverty. There are three branches of government in the United States not four and the US Constitution is the strongest and greatest guarantor of freedom in human history. That is the truth We fight for the truth We stand up for the truth. That is what won us the American Revolution. That is what reunited us after the Civil War. That is what won us two world wars and the Cold War. That is what still gives hope to the free world. And if we can revive that dream over group identity and victimhood and grievance, then nobody in the world, not a nation, Not a corporation, not a virus, not China is going to defeat us. That is what American exceptionalism is all about. That is what we are going to revive to, yes, make America great again. Vote for this man right here in the New Hampshire primary. God bless you and your families. And may God bless our United States of America. Thank you, New Hampshire. It's good to see you guys. We're coming back and winning this in a landslide We will not stop until we get this job done. Thank you all. God bless you and your family.
0: So you can hear the chance for VP in the background there. Of course, there's many people that we've floated the names for, and one that we've kind of missed or they haven't really talked about is Elise Stefanik, who um would be another good choice, I think. But uh the Vec here, the guy I mean I like I like what he says, you know, he'd make a good uh he'd make a good candidate. What do you think as far as VP? You know, um the guy's obviously quite intelligent and he shares a lot of the same values. I just don't know about if he'd be, you know, the the VP is supposed to be kind of in the background, right? Not uh, not uh be too opinionated and to basically support the platform of the president, of course. So what do you think about that, Vivek or someone else? All right. So we have him and then we have, uh, by comparison, the, the, um, uh, ethics complaint that was just filed against uh, the liberal Sup- supreme court justice um jack uh jackson and you remember this is the one that couldn't tell us what a woman was even though she's a woman herself this has to do with cash right and yet another with it, even the supreme court you can't escape this this greed people this greed has really destroyed our political system and by extension our country in many ways and um I have the operation restore in twenty-four now up and running. I do have some letters. I, I have some uh documentation, some sample letters that I want to put out. So if you haven't checked that out yet, go to Frank Social and become part of that group and you know contribute, contribute to it and uh help us all let our representatives uh give us the tools to to tell our representatives what we need. And that's what that's all about. And in, in this case, you know, one of the things that's caused problems throughout the years is lobbyists, right? And that started under President Grant, and Grant went down to the Willard Hotel, he'd have a cigar, and I believe his drink was bourbon, um, of choice anyway, and and he made the complaint, you know, he said, damn lobbyists won't leave me alone, and that's where that whole thing started. So it's been here for a long, long time. And um, we look at the impact that not only lobbyists and special interests have, but, you know the the moguls, the uh, Zuckerbergs, the Zuckerbucks, right? That uh, that really are campaign interference. and really really work against the will of the people. And all we want is a fair election. Uh, there is one man, however, who who isn't able to be bribed because he doesn't need to be. Matter of fact, he didn't even take a salary when he was in office, did he? He donated that. So his game changing news this week. Uh, so he was in Iowa. He, As you know, he won Iowa quite handily. Uh, next is New Hampshire. Uh, this article is comparing 2020 Trump in Georgia versus today. Now, the good news, and I'll read just this last part, the latest results in a poll conducted by the Atlanta, Atlanta Journal-Constitution show the Republican frontrunner beating the Democrat incumbent 45% to 37% in a head-to-head matchup if the general election were held today. So even in states where he had trouble, and quite frankly, Georgia, and uh, the weak leadership of the governor, you know, is that we could do many shows on that. And many shows have been done on it. But uh, he should have won and did did win Georgia, as, you know, many other states that they basically stole from him. So this one I get a kick out of, you know, Trump is Trump. He's not going to put up with bullshit, even if it's coming from a judge. And some of the judges, well, the judges that are going after him are embarrassing. They are an embarrassment to the freedom in the United States of America and the Constitution. So he was confronted by the judge. Judge Lewis A. Kaplan uh, cautioned Trump that his attendance would be rescinded if he persisted in causing disturbances because evidently Trump was saying, you know, during the remarks and during the trial, he was kind of mumbling, it's a witch hunt and it really is a con job and the judge (laughs) judge didn't like that and uh, spoke to him as if he were a child. Mr. Trump, I hope I don't have to consider excluding you from the the trial, Kaplan said. And of course, Trump being Trump you know, didn't take it. The judge added, I understand you're probably eager for me to do that. And Trump said, yeah, I would love it. I would love it, he says. So there you have it. Trump is, uh, Trump's not going to be bullied. That's just the fact. He's not going to put up with bullcrap from from judges. He'll show them respect. And yeah, you show the judge respect. I get that. But um, these people just don't exactly deserve it. All right, we'll be right back after this break with uh, Dr. Boyd. Hey Patriots, it's Jeff Wagner. Let's face it, it's getting harder and harder to make ends meet. It's only going to get worse. This inflation is going to continue. As a matter of fact, our dollar is in jeopardy of even existing with the crazies that want to go to the digital currency to control us all. You can go to KirkElliottPhD.com slash ThePatriotReview get all kinds of free, great information and invest in gold and silver for your future our world is full of electromagnetic fields that even though we can't see them are affecting our bodies our sleep and even our ability to think clearly the advent of 5G is only making this worse there is an answer visit fix the world by clicking the link in the patreon review show description below view natural products that can actually protect you from emf and 5g and even improve your sleep skeptical get the free dangers of emf radiation ebook free by clicking on its direct link also in the show description here's a nutritional hack anyone can master replace a meal a day with our kingdom feel
1: or if you're a mock from the gym Coming to you from the land of common sense and American pride. Not a unicorn or rainbow in sight. Welcome back to the Patriot Review with Jeff Wagner.
0: Alright, if you want to get your hand, uh, hands on some Kingdom Fuel, you can do that by going to Sherwood.tv TPR. Sherwood.tv TPR and uh, there's a lot more products there than just Kingdom Fuel. Check it out. They're all top-notch, and uh, you won't be disappointed. All right, we're going to dive into this interview now. It's about uh, 40 minutes, so we're going to take the time here and check it out. I'll be back after its conclusion. I'd like to welcome back to the show Dr. Ronald Boyd, who is the TPR contributor and historian. Welcome, Ronald. Thanks for having me on again. You bet. We are... Looking at the news cycle and thinking, oh, my God, Joe Biden's going to get us into World War III. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I kind of want to start off with that. And we, we did our last show. We talked about his lack of foreign policy or his disastrous foreign policy, I think is how we worded it. Yeah. But um, so I wanted to, to pick your brain more on his foreign policy in general. But before we do that, I'd like to talk to you about, uh, you know, the news that uh, an Amer- a ship flying an American flag was hit with a missile. It made me think of those times in history that uh, other presidents and other leaders have used events to, to escalate the wars or to get in the wars. Like, you mm-hmm. know, there's uh, there's a lot of folks who believe that when you look at the history of World War II that FDR purposely got us into that war and, mm-hmm. and So I want to talk about that. Can you talk about some examples in history where that type of thing has occurred before?
2: Well, with FDR, what he did is he actually placed an embargo. I think it was an energy embargo or oil embargo on Japan. And throughout history, normally when you place an embargo on another country, it usually leads to war. I mean, not all the time, but most often it it led to war because – Uh, japan needed the oil and that influenced japan to actually attack the allies you know they attacked that's uh, a
0: much more dangerous thing to do when japan's already at war and needs oil (laughs) right i mean that's yeah how else are they going to respond so does history really document that well that that was something that he knowingly did or is that just a theory that's out there
2: i think it's pretty much a theory um i don't i don't know if there's any documents that would leading anyone to that conclusion but if you look at him there were. hindsight you know through hindsight it, you you kind of get that idea that he did this so he can get into the war you know
0: right and and um so there's there's that as an example and when i look at joe biden and i and i hear trump and he's giving his speeches and stuff mm-hmm. you know he frequently says that the ukraine would have never happened And I have to think that he's right about that. And (laughs) I have to think that this uh, bombing in in Yemen and now it's going back and forth, Mm -hmm. you know, with the the Ukraine continuously being fed, right. And Biden Mm -hmm. doing what he can do really to prolong it seemingly. Oh yeah. Um,
2: You know, uh, and that's the thing with Ukraine, you know, I think what was it like six months after the start of the war? The Russians and the Ukrainians sat down and they actually hammered out an agreement for a truce. But Biden came along and said, No, you can't do that. So he wanted to prolong that war. And people need to ask themselves, Why? Why would you, you know, people are suffering. Right. You know, we're talking about Ukraine. Has anyone ever stepped foot in Ukraine in September? It's cold, you know. Yeah, like here. I mean, it starts to get cold in September. I've been there in September, and I've been on the coast, where it's technically it was supposed to be warmer. No, it was cold. <laughs> so yeah,
0: there's uh, a lot of people,
2: a lot of lives lost. Right. And, uh, Imagine and how many lives of... could have been saved if they actually set agreed to having that that truce.
0: Right. Right, and um. You know, it's only it's only worse when you look at the whole thing in a in a broader picture as well. Because here we are, you know, with our border wide open, and we've talked about that before. Mm-hmm. And you have all the leftists sitting there screaming, shouting, "Oh well, the Ukraine sovereignty this, and the Ukraine sovereignty that," and mm-hmm. that doesn't apply to our own border, right? right? I mean, so you know, Biden is destroying our country while he's mm-hmm. you know prolonging wars and death in. In the ukraine and now we have this thing in yemen i mean to me it looks like it's an all-out attempt to to really start a much bigger war a world war and i think the globalists want that i mean they want that in my opinion because then they'll be there to pick up the pieces and right everybody will beg for help and Mm -hmm. and then they lose their freedoms because they're going to accept help and that's kind of a long-term view but i believe it
2: well uh look at what's going like again look Look what's going on in Ukraine. Why did uh, Biden want to prolong that war? Probably because he's making money off of it. He probably has investments in the defense industry. And the more weapons and ammunition they sell, the more money he makes. And that's exactly what happened with Vietnam. Uh, Again, uh, the Gulf of Tonkin resolution, which gave uh, Johnson basically carte blanche power to fight a war in, in South Vietnam. And he made lots of money.
0: In yeah, fact, he left the office with something like a hundred million, right? Yeah.
2: He left office with a hundred million dollars. Which technically should be illegal. Because as president, you know, just like in Congress, you're not supposed to profit off of off of industry. You know, you're not supposed to invest money in stuff. Uh that's why yeah, because they you can force. dictate
0: yeah you can dictate the policies that that increase right. your wealth and you know what's really surprising to me is that the american people just kind of yeah well that's politics yeah eh,
2: well you know
0: right it's like they forced donald
2: trump to divest all of his company then all of a sudden you know you see like on on twitter oh donald trump made eight billion dollars or something like that off of china blah 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 this that and the other thing well i i understand to the left it's a novel concept but you can exchange money for goods and services uh, right you know Donald Trump or his company owns a whole bunch of hotels and other right. resorts and yeah you get Chinese you get
0: Russian it's all diversion because they know that there's no excuse for Biden's, Biden's right. uh, illegal deals and uh, everything that's going on with him right. money laundering operations you know it's like th- and that's the difference
2: Donald Trump, he was legally making money because people come to his hotels, they exchange cash to stay in a room. Whereas Mm -hmm. with Biden, what is he doing? Influence peddling. That's what that is. That's corruption. It's not legal. So there, there's a huge difference. Yeah. Donald Trump might have made money from, you know, the Chinese or the Russians or you name it, the Saudis, who, whoever, because they stayed at his hotel. So they paid right. the money to stay there.
0: Huge right. difference. Yeah, huge difference. And you know the uh, the extension of Joe there, his his uh, crack addicted, worthless son. Yeah. Um, you know one of the oldest games in the in the book, supposedly, from what I'm told, when you want to launder money, is to start doing dealings in art because mm-hmm. people will pay different prices based supposedly on their taste and what they deem to be good. Right. Right. So here is uh, the mad, the mad meth addict finger painter mm-hmm. who is yeah. making 500, you know, million dollars yeah. or whatever, right? Yeah, I mean, it's a money laundering strong. operation that's so transparent that you know, I mean, yeah. there should be un- there should be people in America should be unified on this stuff, and it's just not right on either side of the aisle for, mm-hmm. for people to to do this. And he's, uh, Joe Biden is, is a criminal, I mean, that's mm-hmm. my opinion. He's He's a criminal running a, a criminal um, administration, and you know the whole the whole 2020 election is bogus, and mm-hmm. it's just um, it's you a know, disaster to, to see what's going on, and right. his foreign policy is no exception.
2: Oh, exactly, and a lot of it, like I was telling you before, is is because of his own doing. Uh, you know, uh, you, you look at everything that's going on. And the reason why stuff is happening is because of Joe Biden. Joe Biden, what did he do on day one? You know, he basically reversed everything Donald Trump did, left the borders wide open. He uh actually lifted the sanctions on Iran, allowing Iran to make money off of oil sales, giving Iran $6 billion dollars. uh You know, saying, oh, well, you know, it's their money. You you know, they got it through an oil sale. Yeah, who cares? The fact is, you gave them $6 billion, a country that hates us. And Well, not only that, but, you
0: know... I mean, let's let's look at this realistically, right? So, he commits treason by leaving $85 billion worth of military equipment. mm -hmm. And then he funds Iran, who funds Hamas. Mm -hmm. And you have to... You have to just say, okay, it's bullshit if people don't think that those weapons didn't end up in the hands of some of these terrorist organizations, right? So not only is he funding terror, mm-hmm. he is arming the terrorists. Yep. And there's no excuse for him to still be in office.
2: Exactly. But that's
0: that's the truth of the matter. And then you have the, the DOJ and the FBI now, you know, I <laughs> talked about uh, – story in the open here where the FBI makes unbelievable rogue move they refuse a court order in the Seth rich case so he's a you know he was um, I'm gonna read this again so um, judge Amos Mazant ruled that the FBI must surrender Rich's personal laptop work laptop DVD and thumb drive within a period of 14 days and this has to do with uh, Seth rich and his death And the FBI basically just gave the judge the finger, you know. And um, so, I mean, we can't count on our own agencies in in this government to actually do anything but go after people who really would prefer to defend the Constitution, which, you know, uh, it's just so upside down and backwards. So um, now let's talk about you know, how this has happened in history before, right? And in, in not just uh, Johnson or FDR, mm-hmm. but, I mean, let's look at the other side of the aisle. I mean, we could say the same thing about George W. Bush with going into Iraq, right? I mean, oh, right. You
2: know, at the time, you know, I kind of agreed with, oh, yes, yeah, so let's, you know, take out the Iraqis. But, you know, now you look at hindsight, you know, yeah. hindsight is 20, 20 but now you look at it and it's like, well, wait a minute. Uh, that might have actually been a mistake. I mean, not to sure de- was to defend uh, Saddam Hussein. You know, he was a bastard. Let's face it. Uh, he was an evil man. But, yeah, he was. But the thing is, he actually held the Iranians at bay when he was he moved. In check. Yeah, he kept them in check. Once he re- once we removed him, guess what? Now Iran is one who's controlling Iraq you know right. uh, at least the the portion of Iraq that's uh, shiite
0: they're controlling yeah this is nothing and it, the way we're talking i mean it's absolutely nothing against the people who serve i mean they no. they're they're doing their they're doing their job and, mm-hmm. and everything and and we we salute every one of the veterans but right it's the leadership that mm-hmm. you know that leads our our young people into these senseless wars to enrich themselves and enrich mm-hmm. enrich their friends. And folks out there who hate Trump, guess what? Show me where Trump got us into war. He did every, he did quite the opposite. And he's the only president to do the opposite in right. how many years? I mean, forty right. years? I don't know. Yeah. He's less than forty if you count George W. Bush, right? I mean but Yeah, probably the last fifty years yeah probably but
2: actually i think yeah. the only one the only president that didn't get us into a new war was eisenhower i think it was eisenhower yes yeah, was the last that's one that's probably
0: that's probably right unless you i don't know what uh what are the specifics on korea there but
2: well korea was started under uh
0: under uh truman truman yeah that's yeah. right it was wasn't it
2: and but he got us out of, of korea because I think yeah, finally right. said to the North Koreans I ha- and the Chinese, I had enough of this, and if you don't stop it, we're going to nuke you. And that took care of yeah. that, you know.
0: Yeah, uh, and that's what the, that's what the leftists bring up, is Trump's threat of a nuclear weapon. It's using a nuclear weapon. It's like, um, yeah, well, did it work? Yeah, well,
2: <laughs> I mean, well let's face it, we've been <laughs> threatening to use nuclear weapons for how long? I mean... That was the whole purpose of deterrence to begin with. Right. You know, and, and MAD, you know, Mutual Assured Destruction, if you launch, we'll launch. And guess right. what? We'll destroy the world together. But but regardless, we, you know, we're, we're, we're going to use ours if we have to. Uh, although, I guess, really, quite frankly, uh, we probably don't really believe in using them. But
0: No, we don't. But, um, you know, but... Um... Our government, uh, you know, I mean, you could you could duck and cover and you'd be perfectly okay, right? Yep. Get under your desk. Of children. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of <laughs> yeah, yeah, Never yeah. So, oh. <laughs> so you know, let's. Um, so Biden's got this going on. He's got uh, he's got basically a war at our southern border as well with the cartels, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that's yeah. that's already leaking over into Arizona and mm-hmm. and Texas. Uh, and Texas now, Texas this last week said. Um, to hell with the federal government. We've mm-hmm. had enough. We're, you know, we're going to take yeah. control of it, which should have happened a long time ago. Oh yeah. Uh, in Arizona as well, but
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, so you know, I'm kind of getting off subject a little bit here. But so um, let's talk about the rest of his foreign policy and kind of talk about what what new things you wanted to hit there. Well,
2: actually, what's what's really disturbing is what happened fairly recently with the Secretary of Defense. Is, you know is a wall? Yeah he was a wall for mm-hmm. days for Hear days it? And the and our president, who I call resident of the White House, he wasn't even aware that he was missing. And in fact, I've heard that I think the last time they actually had a cabinet meeting was in October. the last time. Wow, which is ridiculous. Quite frankly, as president, you should be having a cabinet meeting almost
0: every week. Well you no, would think so. You know. There's enough going on in the world. I mean Exactly. That's, that's insanity. The world is on fire. And what is this bozo doing?
2: You know, well, you went on vacation.
0: Well you know, he gets
2: lost on a stage, you know, so Yeah. You know, like one comedian said, you know, when he's on stage he looks like a Roomba when he's trying to get <laughs> off. You know, yeah, right?
0: <laughs> Trump does a good imitation of him. <laughs> yeah, doing you know. doing
2: that. But uh, the fact that he didn't even know that, and the Secretary of Defense, what did he do? He didn't tell anyone. In fact, his the second, you know, this uh, I think that was the assistant or deputy Secretary of, of Defense. She was on vacation, and all of a sudden, oh, you need to come back because blah blah blah. It's like, oh, wait a minute.
0: Well, first of all, you know we wish him well. We oh, don't want anybody with with that that thing. But uh, you're right, and and that this is what happens when you when you place people in positions to fill some virtue signaling BS about mm-hmm. diversity and right. Oh my God, you know I've got uh, I've we uh, just appointed this um, you know this transvestite who used to. Uh, to work at a toll booth, but well, they're gonna be um, you know they're gonna be or whatever to choose yeah. your position. And yeah, um kidding American people are paying for it.
2: All right. You know, and and the fact even the national security advisor was not aware that he was gone. It's like what what is this <laughs> administration doing? It's, you know well, they like, don't know what you, they're doing. You you have the the <laughs> transportation secretary, which a lot of I see on Twitter, oh, I respect him. Oh, he, you know, but it's like, yeah, what has he done as, as secretary of, of transportation that you would consider a good job? He hasn't, right. he was gone for like six months because, oh, I'm on maternity leave because, you know, I, you know, I yeah, know, just, right. just had a baby. It's like, don't care. You're the yeah. transportation sector. You, you're, you're supposed to be on the job day one, every day. Yeah. You know, being being a public servant is an all day job. I don't care if you have kids or not. You know, you, you're you're here because you're
0: supposed to work for us. Who's too busy around. supporting Canada's fasc- fascistic um, asset freezing of the truckers that uh, yeah. dared to speak out against their government? Right, right. You know, I mean, it's ridiculous. It's pathetic. It's pathetic.
2: You know, while he was gone, what happened to the transportation grid? It fell apart. Well, probably yeah. it fell apart even if he was there. But, you know,
0: the fact is it fell apart. What was he doing? That's that's what you have. That's what I keep telling myself. Thank God these people aren't working more. Yeah,
2: imagine uh, the damage they would do if they were working. Yeah, right. You know? I mean, wow. that was, so, that was uh, one good thing about Obama. He was a lazy president. And it's like, thank God he was lazy. Because imagine if he was, you know, as productive as Trump was, imagine how much damage he would have done.
0: He I mean, did plenty of damage. Oh, well,
2: he did. In the end, he did plenty but, of damage. And, uh,
0: didn't so. You
2: know, Joe didn't win it. He's doing plenty of damage too. Uh, but imagine if they were as effective as, as Trump was,
0: you know. Right. Right. So let's talk, uh, let's go around the globe a little bit here. We have a little bit of time here left. So, um, Let's talk about the countries that you think are gonna be hot spots that America is gonna to have to deal with in the in the near future because of this boob that's occupying the White House.
2: Well, obviously Yemen. Uh looks like Iraq and Syria, they're heating up. Uh Lebanon, you know, with Hezbollah, they might do something uh against Israel. And of course you got Iran, who's you know, the major terrorist supporter nowadays and you know you also i hate to say it but you're probably gonna have to you know take a good look at taiwan you know in china you mean yeah the china that will definitely well definitely you know they'll so do some try and do something with taiwan so
0: yes they will especially before the new president comes in before Mm -hmm. uh do you think they wait until the election to uh to start doing something in Taiwan? Do they say, hey, let's just wait and see who gets in office? Or do you think that they say we gotta do it now before Trump wins?
2: I, I'm thinking
0: they're probably gonna have to do
2: it now before Trump wins. You know, assuming that you know the Democrat well um, you know the Democrats are gonna cheat. So assuming that uh even though they cheat, Trump still wins. You know, they'll, they'll, they'll probably attack now. But if uh, the Chinese know something that we don't know, they might wait and see if uh, Biden gets a second term because, you know, once Biden has that second term, they, they'll they have to do something then because, uh, you know, Trump is not going to put up with any of their BS unlike mm-hmm. Biden. So right. So I didn't. Right. Yeah. So, so they might just sitting here do thinking, it on, I mean, on election day, quite frankly. What's that? They might actually do it on election day.
0: You know. so oh, that would be interesting, wouldn't it? That would mm-hmm. that would send a message. Uh, well, our good buddy Joe is looking like he's not going to be in office. So. Yeah. So we're we're going to uh. take out Taiwan now before Trump actually, you
2: know, takes the oath.
0: So. So that's, um, that's China, right? And they're going to do a lot more than that. They're oh, yeah. continuing all their BS, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we got the so, so-called uh, second round of COVID, and it's going to be worse than the first and all this BS. And yeah. all this affects your heart muscle because they want to be able to say that their vaccine didn't make people die suddenly, <laughs> right? Which yeah. it did. And, you know, so, so that's China. So let's talk about... Um, Let's talk about Russia. How does how does Russia react or don't they react at all to uh, this election coming up?
2: Well, if uh, Trump actually wins, I think the Russians will probably try and and get out of Ukraine as, as quickly as they possibly can, I think.
0: Because What's the he, advantage for them to, to do that with Trump in?
2: Well, if, if Trump gets in, chances are Trump is going to probably impose sanctions on him and the russian economy as weak as it is they can't afford to have any sanctions put on them
0: so and again you know what does joe biden do well, well he he shuts thing. down our 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 energy independence basically mm-hmm. and right. uh, opens up the the russians and their oh, yeah. oil oil operations and then he uh but then he Decides to sell our reserves, and it's at the yeah. lowest state, and who, who yeah. knows? Yeah, I mean, I don't understand how people can't see what a fool he is <laughs> on the on the domestic and foreign mm-hmm. stage. I mean,
1: yeah,
0: it's just so uh, you know, if people are so partisan. Like you and I just got done discussion discussing George W. Bush mm-hmm. as being one of those presidents that you know mm-hmm. um, sought war. And there's only one reason for him to have done that as well. I mean, yeah. it, you know, even his own father didn't mm-hmm. didn't go to the, the extreme that he did. And, oh, no. You know, that, that that war, okay, that war, you can say, okay, well, there was a country that was taken over. Right. And we went in and we did something about that, but then we left. And, right.
2: Yeah, because uh, when uh, his father was president, you know, we invaded Iraq and, mm-hmm. you know, we defeated their army. And we could have marched all the way to Baghdad and there was nothing stopping us, but he said, no, no, we, we fulfilled what the UN wanted us to do. Now we're leaving. Right. And I I think he did the right thing. He did. He had the right call because I mean, look at what we did. We went into Afghanistan and we went into Iraq. And if you think strategically, those were probably good moves because you have Iran in the middle and if you could keep both Iraq and Afghanistan you could put a lot of pressure on the on the Iranians but the thing is we we messed up we decided you know what we're going to uh nation build no
1: if yeah. you go in
2: if you go in and you defeat an enemy army you're there to occupy that country period no nation right. building, no nothing. You're just there. You know, if the Iraqis want to say, Hey, we'd like to be like you, you know, a democracy, a didn't. republic, which they didn't. Yes. Uh, it's... you know, we like to be a
0: republic just like you are.
2: Okay. Then we help them out. Yeah. But,
0: well, our mistake do was anything. thinking, you know, you can go into uh, a strong theocracy like the, well, Islam is a political system. It's not a religion in my opinion. Right. Um, and you go into a country like that, these people don't want it. I mean, it's mm-hmm. pretty fruitless, right? Right. Stay well, there even, if, build.
2: even if it wasn't, let's say, an Islamic country, just it, just say that uh, it's a country that doesn't have similar belief systems as we do. They don't have similar history. They don't have a similar culture. You know, it's completely foreign to us. But you go in anyways. I mean, it's similar to like South Vietnam. And you know, we propped mm-hmm. up South Vietnam. And there's a, a, a theory in history uh, that's called, I think it's the limited warfare theory, where they actually argue that South Vietnam was going to fail to, anyways because they didn't have a sense of nationalism like we do. You know, mm-hmm. it, it was an artificial country. Uh, we backed them up. We pre- pretty much propped up their government. You know, their economy was so dependent upon us that it's not even funny. You know, we gave like free yeah. refrigerators and stuff like that. You know, so so, but they don't have they don't have a similar culture that or uh, history like we do. So of course it was going to fail to begin to begin with, just like in Iraq.
0: Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, and I think if people stop and think about what you just said, I mean, it, it that is what makes Barack Obama so dangerous and mm-hmm. so so he comes in and he goes on what we would call the apology tour and he says the united states is not an exceptional nation and right. he's attacking the nationalism just like just like all the leftists today attack mm-hmm. us for right. for having you know the views we have
1: right. that
0: america is an except exceptional country and mm-hmm. so they attack and tear down the nationalism which they do purposely, which is right. gonna weaken us. Of course. And we find ourselves in a situation just like we did with Obama where oh I'm gonna draw a red line in the sand and mm-hmm. and of course they step over that red line and he does nothing. Right. And oh I'm gonna uh, draw Biden, another one. <laughs> Biden is Obama on steroids. Right. I mean, because he's not he's not even home. He's not no. he's gone upstairs. Yeah. Right and and that's what's the most upsetting point
2: of of all this. Like Oh, we suddenly attacked Yemen, like the other day. Okay, yeah, but they attacked us 130 times,
0: you know. Exactly uh, why I say that he's trying to get us into a world war.
2: Right, whereas, you know what, if it was Donald Trump, they attacked us once, okay, that's it, we're loving your fucking country, you know. Yeah. We're going to go in, and we're just going to level it out, and
0: it, it sucks to be you. Yeah, another thing that Biden did, or I should say didn't do, is his his absolute disaster foreign policy with israel i have all Mm -hmm. these people music artists and all these other people you know Mm -hmm. protesting for the palestinians and it's like um do you know what the palestinians did what hamas did right you see what they did israelis didn't go into palestine into gaza and behead babies like they did right they responded to being attacked, which they have every mm-hmm. right. And, the, and Biden comes out and he makes some weak proclamation that we support Israel. But yeah. at the same time, the whole Democrat Party is is uh, funding Hamas. anti-Semitic. Yeah. I mean, they're literally funding Hamas. I mean, yeah,
2: they say, oh, we support Israel. But, you know, they say that on right. one side of their mouth and the other side of the mouth, they, you know, they're whispering to the, the Palestinians, oh, yeah, we're, we're going to send you we're gonna send you money we're gonna send you you know clothes you name it we're sending it to you it's like no and then he's sitting there saying oh uh Israel you know you need you need to tamp down the attacks uh you know you need to uh set up a ceasefire uh you know you need to allow uh, the Palestinians food and you need no no when yeah, you're at war opinion. you kick their ass
0: yeah and that's it yeah yeah but israel has kicked it down the road too many times i mm-hmm. think and i think you know too that regardless of your religious belief um you know i think i think the the islamic islamic problem is a worldwide problem that mm-hmm. has to be addressed and All right if they if their religion goes to a reformation and they decide that they want to be peaceful with other people of other faiths great great yeah but they don't do that no they, you know and very few of them stand up to say they should mhm you know and yeah. they're targeted then right i mean they're, they're oh yeah they're killed batwab, right
2: yeah they're killed you know <clears throat> but, um, and th- that's the thing you know islam has to go through a reformation you know mm-hmm. which they refuse to do and these idiots who are supporting the palestinians you know uh some of them you would not stand a chance in Gaza. I mean, really, go there openly yeah. gay and see what happens to you.
1: Right. Go there and say, oh, that.
2: oh my, my my, pronouns are Zimzer. See what happens to you. They don't care.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know? No, you'd uh, be dead.
2: Yeah, they're going to yeah, toss your but... ass off a roof. You know, like, you people are idiots. And we're... No. You know, the one country, Israel, which is actually a democracy or it's a republic, you know, whatever. But, you know, they actually uh, provide uh, their uh, Muslim citizens the same rights and privileges as a Jew. And it's the as same should, yeah. same as true as a Christian in, in Israel. You have the same rights and privileges as a Jewish citizen. You know, do you think they Provide that in Gaza if you're Jewish?
0: No. No oh, hell no? No. Of course not. Well, that's what floors me, you know, and, and again, it always goes back to the same two culprits. Mm-hmm. It's our education system and our media. Right. The the two most damaging, uh, whatever you want to call them. Um, Outfits. <laughs> yeah. You know. The two m- most damaging areas of our society, you know, mm-hmm. the, the media and education mm-hmm. people don't are we have these leftist professors and we have these leftist high school teachers who come on mm-hmm. camera and they're bawling because they you know told their their kids all about their you know yeah their transvestite lifestyle and all this kind of crap <laughs> yeah. and it's like really i mean you you should be fired immediately because mm-hmm. <laughs> That's not what the kids are in school for. So, right. so yeah, so our our kids aren't even they probably can't even point out the fifty states on a map, you know, mm-hmm. of the United States. Well quite frankly.
2: Quite frankly, they probably couldn't find Ukraine on a map. No, considering no, it's sure like not. like what, the second largest European country. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so. yeah, it's sad. And the and our mm-hmm. foreign policy is man, Trump's gonna have just an absolute mess. To mm-hmm. Come in and uh, you, come in and fix it. The question is, though, I think that they, uh, I think they try to give Trump, Trump, uh, jail time here.
2: Oh yeah, that's what company. they're trying to do. I mean, if they, well, I hate to say it, but uh, if they can't jail him, you know, what other options do they have left?
0: You know? Right. Well, they talk openly about assassinating him. Mm-hmm. And there was a play that was that was produced during his first term about. And I, I've shown this a lot on my... I have footage showing what Trump said on January 6th versus what the left said. And mm-hmm. you know, Look as his character gets shot. And it's yeah. like, wow. Imagine if we would have done that on yeah. the right, if we would have had a play where Barack Obama got shot. Yeah. Right? I mean, oh, my God. Can oh you imagine my- that? Imagine if Kathy Griffin, instead of holding Trump's bloody head up as if he just got beheaded, mm-hmm. if she held up Obama's or Biden's. No. Right?
1: Oh,
0: oh. There'd be revolution in the streets. Yeah, there would be, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah. So what is the biggest, what do you think, what is the um, the first couple of things that Trump has to do if he comes back in office, when he comes back into office here?
2: Well, number one, he needs to reverse everything that Joe Biden did. Uh, number two, I would sit the Russians and Ukrainians down and say, you know what, you're going to end it now. Do make your peace and be done. We're not putting up with it. And Russia, if you don't knock it off, we'll put sanctions on you and we're going to produce all the oil and gas we want and drive the price down. That's what, that's why the Russians can afford to prosecute their war because they got money because of the oil sales. So the moment we start selling, we're going to drive the price down. And that's going to hurt the Russian economy. That'll be number two. Number three, drill. Yeah. Oh, baby yeah. drill. And I would use every resource that we have that's available, whether it's coal, natural gas, oil. You know, if you want to invest money in alternative uh, fuel sources or alternative energies, great. But don't force it down the American people's throat. Uh, number four, I'd tell the uh, car companies, don't bother with the electrical electric vehicles if you don't want to produce them because nobody wants them. You're just wasting money. Uh, number five, or actually this is probably going to be number three, really, or number four, uh, close the border and mm-hmm. start deporting people. In fact, we should be doing what Hungary does. The moment someone steps foot on our soil that has no right to be here, you fingerprint them, you photograph them, and you send them across the border. You know, it, it's just simple mm-hmm. as that. And right. if it's necessary, like I said jokingly before,
0: plant landmines. <laughs> yeah. I mean, seriously. Yeah, I know what I know what you're saying. People, I you know it doesn't have to come to that i just laugh because i don't disagree that we should have a a secure border but it really doesn't you know it doesn't have to come trump already proved it doesn't have to come to that right or i'd add another one i'd add another one in there that i think is critically important and that is to say to the un all right we you are either going to start following your charter mm-hmm. and you this is actually this is what your charter is going to say we're going to start mm-hmm. from ground zero here Mm -hmm. this is what your charter is going to say if you don't agree to this you are not only is the united states withdrawing but you are out of our country as well right oh yeah or
2: or even the minimum we could do is say you know what we're no longer going to pay our dues we're no longer going to fund you you know exactly
0: in fact something's got to happen with that as well because they're forced for evil mm -hmm. Um, in fact i would say you know what
2: the dues that we pay for the for uh, the UN, we're gonna put that towards our deficit. We're gonna pay that deficit. Yeah, there deficit. you go. You know, there you go. Screw the UN. And if they don't yeah. want it, right there's the door. Yeah, they're worthless. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> worthless, worthless, worthless. I mean, they do some good right, well.
2: things, but you know, but a lot, a lot of the stuff they do is just crap.
0: Well, when you look at them I and they have China on the uh, Human Rights uh, Commission or whatever, you know, it's <laughs> yeah. a
2: joke. So, or Ryan. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. All right. Well, thanks for your time and thanks for talking about these things. We'll have you back as uh, the world progresses to slide into chaos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, buy guns. So we'll see. <laughs> yeah. I so, said, well, buy guns. I just saw a, a news article on how many guns people bought. and um, <laughs> It's crazy.
2: Well, yeah. The moment uh, you say, oh, we want to ban this, well, gee, guess what?
0: sales goal. Yeah, I just I'm <laughs> going to actually I the the article I shared earlier was um uh let's see criminal background system FBI criminal background checks. 29,854,186 background checks were logged in 2023. Wow. It's quite a bit. So, guess what? Guess what? <laughs> People are people see the writing on the wall and that we're mm-hmm. living in dangerous times and that it's mm-hmm. you know we can talk about that next time. I think yeah. that's that's a good topic. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about crime in America and how mm-hmm. how the leftists are driving people people to realize that they're their own first line of defense because right. number one, you can't trust the can't trust the Uh, the big the fbis and the cias and the irs and all the other three-letter alphabet soup agencies but maybe we'll talk about that next okay sounds good all right well take care we'll see you again next time yep all right so there you have it uh we we kind of get in the weeds once in a while but i think to sum it up you know we believe that um those of us that have common sense believe that you can ab- absolutely defend yourself, both on an individual level, the, that being the, gu- the background checks we just were referring to. And you're right in my my consideration, your obligation to, to be trained and to carry a weapon. And uh, there's a social obligation a document that's on my website. It's been around for a long, long time. And... Um, you know, it just talks about the right to defense, basically, and uh, so there's that. And then on the, uh, the 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 scale as far as countries go, you know, you have to be realistic in that a country has a right to defend itself, of course, right? I mean, they have sovereign borders. The left likes to talk about the sovereign borders of of the Ukraine, and um, at the same time, they're opening ours wide open to disease, as I mentioned earlier, and the, and to violent crime and to increased drugs and fentanyl deaths and all kinds of crazy stuff. They're not defending us, which is their obligation under the Constitution. Uh, Israel, as a discussion point, we were talking about them. You know, um, really are kicking the the issue down the road, and eventually it's going to come to the point where they either have to do all or nothing. And I. You know, as I said yesterday on yesterday's show and today, you know, that is, in my opinion, not a good strategy because uh, every time they go through this, there's more and more propaganda against them. If you look at the stats, uh, our youth are learning really incorrect history uh, in in their classrooms because of the leftist agenda. And the anti-Semitism that finds a home in the left. Always, always, always in the left. Uh, Fascism is a product of the left. Now fascism and nationalism, while people like to say they're the same, they're not. Because on the far right, that's anarchy because the far right believes in no government whatsoever, right? So who believes in government controlling everything? Well, that would be the left. So... What we're saying is that, um, you know, in the case of Israel where you have a jihad uh, against you, there really is no other option, right? But as far as the United States is concerned, we, our discussion, again, focusing on all of the, um, all the, the saber rattling and all the, uh, like the missile strikes in Yemen and and the retaliatory strike against a a ship, you know, flying the American flag, um, all these things, are unnecessary and lead leading to perhaps the worldwide conflict which has been in d- discussion here for probably the past year or so, right? And um, unfortunately, our world is a mess these days, and uh, it is what you're seeing is a direct result of the destabilization due to the weakness of our country, thanks to Joe Biden and the left. And uh, that's just a simple fact. And for all of those out there that say that Trump is, you know, a dangerous president, um, I again say, and I did look up that 72 years uh, after this interview when I was talking with Ron about the, the duration. So he's the first president in 72 years who didn't get us into another war. And what does Biden do right away? Well, here we are. So... um that's it for today. I hope that you got something out of that sh- out of the show and out of the interview. We'll be back again tomorrow to close out the week. Thanks so much.